Welcome, cadets and captains, to another edition of M Class Podcast. I'm Jeff. And I'm Josh. And on this program, if you've never listened before, weird time to start. <laughs> I guess there's no better time to start than now, right? There is no, there, no, part there is two no. of a two-part episode. Yeah, there is no other time than now. There I guess there's no true. other place than here. Thank you, Carl Sagan. Uh, I believe that was Rage Against the Machine that said Same thing. (laughs) What's the difference? M-Class Podcast is a show where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media, we talk it through, we give you all the pertinent information, and then, uh, you know what, we give a little bit of a rating at the end of the episode. What do you think about that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we give you a lot of impertinent, unpertinent? Information? I don't know the verb. Impertinent is like being an asshole, right? Oh, pertinent is the good one. Yeah. Pertinent is good. Impertinent is an asshole? Okay. Look, we have the internet. We're not we're not fucking cavemen. It's impertinent that we need to know this. Very impertinent. Impertinent. Not showing proper respect. Rude. Oh, also, not pertinent to a particular subject matter. Irrelevant. It's both? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, well, make no, up your mind, English. No wonder English is so fucking hard to learn. Yeah, this makes this makes no fucking sense. But we also give you impertinent information. Information that is uh, dickheaded and rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's us. We're, it's not uh, fucking any dolphins this week. No, no that's uh, <laughs> that's a reference you'll only get if you're a patron. Patreon.com slash podcast. Check it out. That's why I said it. It'll, it, like, wets their whistles. Books. Check it out. Doesn't wet their whistles like it does the dolphins. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but, <laughs> Slide whistle. <laughs> We're right in the middle of our uh, intermission series, The Best of the Rest. Uh, where yeah. we've been talking about unification part one last time, and this time we're talking about unification part two. Amazing. Uh, one of the top ten episodes as told by ScreenRant.com. Yeah, it still and exists. Those, those guys are never wrong. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I click on all their clickbait. Uh, this is not sponsored content. ScreenRant can suck a dick. Yeah, Screaming um, actually is like, if you try to look at anything on mobile, it's uh, your phone just bricks itself. Yeah, it is it's broken terrible. beyond all existence. It sucks. Um, this episode is TNG Season 5, Episode 8, Unification Part 2. Uh, it was written by Michael Piller, who uh, we all know as being sort of the executive producer, showrunner of TNG, but he's also a co-creator of Deep Space Nine and Voyager. Yeah, he uh, wrote the best of bo- he co-wrote the best of both worlds, the final episode of TNG, as well as the pilot episodes of Deep Space Nine and Voyager. There you go. Those aren't very good. <laughs> uh, Emissary's pretty good. Yeah, the Deep Space Nine one's fine, but Voyager less. Yeah, I mean it's so. one of the better episodes. It has a plot, I'll say that. <laughs> Which, I guess, is good. It, it felt like a pretty decent setup for a show that they just didn't do after that. Yeah, uh, they didn't really think about that show, unfortunately. Uh, they were just trying to have another TNG now that TNG was over. Yeah, it, didn't, it, never, it doesn't work that way. Um, this episode was directed by Cliff Bowl, who we know is a guy that Will Wheaton doesn't like, so we like... 
Yes. Cliff Bowl for my best man at my wedding. <laughs> Uh, of course, the Bolians were named after him. Anyone named after the Blue Man Group <laughs> is okay with me. Uh, if you didn't listen to the last episode, which, again, is quite confusing that you're hopping into part two. Wild, man. Part two? And it's like, this is like episode like 400 of the show? Yeah. <laughs> Captain Picard walked around the corner and Spock was there and he went, Ah, oh, fuck Spock. Jesus. Spock was like, what? But uh, Picard's like, Spock, what are you doing on Romulus, man? And Spock's like, what are you doing on Romulus? More, It's more like, Captain, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, not in, like, this must have been the first scene they shot with uh, Leonard Nimoy, because he is uh, bad at being Spock in this first scene. He gets better as the sh- episode goes along, for sure, but, like, he's yeah. so... I feel like this episode was trying to continue on with what, like, Star Trek 5 and 6 sort of laid... And Star Trek 4, to a lesser degree, yeah. sort of laid out about Spock accepting more of his human heritage and allowing his emotions through a little bit more. Yeah. Because I, I he's guess, uh, yeah. he's quite angry in this opening scene. Yeah, he's, like, pissy. and he's Maybe he's just spent too much time on fucking Romulus and yeah. rubs off on him. All you. these angry-ass Romulans. He comes home and he starts talking all Romulan accent. And talking like, all Rami. You weren't even in on Romulus that long. <laughs> He's like, uh, Jolon True, everybody. And they're like, Am fucking, right? what a weeboo. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all that Romulan anime that he's... Oh, my God. <laughs> he's a Romulan hentai, and it's <laughs> art. <laughs> Rentai. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but man. Spock's like, look, I'm on a personal mission of peace, and I'll tell Starfleet about it when it's necessary. And Picard's like, not good yeah, enough. That's not how. That's a dumb. This is a dumb idea. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, look, what did you think was gonna happen when one of like the highest clearance people in the Federation just fucking disappeared and then showed up on Romulus? Yeah. This is like, he's, Picard is right. He's like, this is like, this cowboy diplomacy can't, you can't do this. Like, it's wild. He's like, cowboy diplomacy? (laughs) He's like, what? That's my phrase. (laughs) But Picard's like, I also have unhappy news, which is a weird way to put it. (laughs) I also have slightly bad news. We've run out of bomb pops. The replicators no longer make chocolate ice cream sandwiches. Oh my god. Why are we even out? Jump out the fucking airlock. (laughs) Why would I want to live? (laughs) But uh, he's like, Spock just looks at him and goes, Sarek. Yeah, Sarek is dead. Like, you didn't mind meld, motherfucker. How'd you know? Yeah, he didn't. He just was, he's kind of psychic, right? Yeah, well, Vulcans have um, tactile telepathy. It's called, uh, what is that called? Fucking. Uh, Mind melding? No, it's like a thing. Oh my god. T- uh, I don't know. I call it tactile telepathy because Super. The Jedi's do it. Superboy in the comics has tactile telekinesis. Telepathy. I'm looking it up because I can't believe that I'm on the show right now and I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> Oh my god. There's an advertisement on the side of uh, Memory Alpha right now for the new Turtles movie, and man, am I fucking psyched for that. 
I want to see it that Eternals movie. When does that come out? You got a movie theater? Uh, yeah, I have a movie theater. It comes out oh, August second. Like, oh, this guy's got a fucking movie. Theater. I've got a movie theater that has reclining seats. Wow. And uh, it's like uh, a much smaller like room, so less people to not shut the fuck up, so I can watch it. So I it's can fucking Psycho- watch Barbie. <laughs> It's called psychometry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the word. Um, Barbie was great, by the way. Yeah, I heard it was. And I hear that Oppenheimer's really good, too. I haven't seen Oppenheimer. It's weird that, like, when Barbie and Oppenheimer came out, I was like, I have no interest in seeing one of these, and you won't guess which one. And you won't guess which one it is. Yeah, Christopher Nolan is like a whole day. That's yeah. like a whole fucking yeah. I've never been the biggest Christopher Nolan guy anyway. Like I I like his movies all right and I understand why people love them so much, but I don't know. It's not He's the... one of those for me where like his earlier stuff was much better than Yeah, I could agree this, with that. Like like I don't know, Dark Knight is really good. Uh, uh other, like Momento. I don't like Memento's good. I I mean, Prestige is probably his best movie. Yeah, I like opinion. the Prestige. Um, anyway, so Spock is like, <laughs> look, I know that you mind meld with my father, and like he's you're talking with his voice and everything. Yeah, he sounds like him. And uh, Picard's like, it was an honor to mind meld with your dad. And Spock's like, he was a great representative for the Vulcan people so <laughs> for the Federation. fucking Vulcan, right? Like, oh man. Picard's like, you know, he was proud of you, Spock. And Spock's like, well, he is uh, suffering from an illness that makes his emotions yeah. go wild. So, <laughs> he would say some shit like that. That crazy old fuck was losing his mind. He's like, no, those are from your father's heart. And Spock is like, fully uncomfortable with this whole conversation. Yeah, he's like, that's... Let's move on. Let's move on. Anyway, I'm on Romulus because there's an underground movement of people who are interested in Vulcan philosophy and government. Mm-hmm. And they are uh, an underground evil organization, according to the Romulan government. Yeah, they're, they're fucking they're dissidents, right? Yeah. Uh, but some members of the Romulan government are sympathetic to the cause. Like Spock's oh, sure. new best friend, Senator Pardak. Yeah, they met during the Kittimer Accords. They've been friends for 80 fucking years. Yeah, in Vulcan time, that's like how long you and I have been friends. Yeah. and Except I wouldn't do spoilers. <laughs> you gonna fucking betray me to Salem? Why am I Pardak? I don't know. I guess I would be. <laughs> I mean, between the two of us, who's more hot-blooded Romulan? Yeah, you're right. You're and who's right. more boring-ass, milk-toast, yeah. vanilla-ass Vulcan? <laughs> I mean, you're racist, but you're right. <laughs> uh, but Pardek is the one who asks Spock to come to Romulus so that uh, they can work on the reunification of Vulcan and Romulan peoples. Yep. Yep. And Picard's like, are you, what? Huh? It's been like hundred, like centuries. Yeah, like, it's like going not, on like a thousand yeah. goddamn years or something. Yeah, this is like, uh, this would be like on Earth if like, uh, I'll just say Israel, right? If Israel was like, okay, I'm ready to like let the Palestinians like live in this area. Uh, don't ask what's in that area, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I was thinking it was like, uh, if, 
like cavemen and Neanderthals. We're like, <laughs> let's fucking put our differences aside, yeah. man. Yeah, come hang out with us. Let's, yeah, we're not gonna fuck you out of existence. It's fine. Wink. They don't, and the Neanderthals don't know about the wink, so they don't. They don't got that. They, they don't can't. got the muscles for that shit. Well, their brow is too big. It's right? true. They kind of wink, and the brow just collapses over their eyes. They just, oh god! Uh, yeah. And then, well, then they say wink, wink, because they're like idiots. Right? <laughs> they have to fucking tape the brow back. Um, <laughs> but Picard's like, look, uh, how how do you think this is gonna happen? Like, there's centuries of differences in like. Yeah. Not only, like, the way that you live and, like, values, but even, like, genetically at this point. Yeah, it's uh, it's not the right time. Like, no, yeah. nothing about this is, like, indicates that this is, like, a real good idea, right? And Spock is pretty open about the fact that he thinks it's unlikely. But yeah. it's, it's worth the risk, he says. Is it? Uh, Pardek has a big first step. There's a young and idealistic proconsul with the biggest chin you've ever seen in your fucking life. Is this is this Quark? Is this Armin? No, uh, this is not, not. This is not. Damn, Armin he looks like him. Uh, he does not. Um, he. <laughs> wow, that's racist. But... I believe that's anti-racist. <laughs> uh, but they he talks like him. He d- they do sound very similar. <laughs> but uh, they he's he's like big on board for this movement or whatever. And Picard's yeah. like, well, why didn't you you know mention this to the Federation? Yeah, or even the Vulcans. You didn't mention this to fucking anybody. He just like 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 skipped out he of ghosted. his house. Yeah, yeah. He fucking Irish goodbye and was like, people were like, where the fuck is Spock? Oh, uh, he went to Romulus. And then they, then they looked on Instagram and they saw <laughs> they <laughs> Romulus and they were like, what the fuck? He's fucking sipping this gross ass soup on Romulus. <laughs> Eating his bland soup. But uh, <laughs> Spock's like, oh, it's a personal decision. Because um, back in the day when we were trying to you know, get peace with the Klingons at the Kittimer Accords. Yeah. Like, I put Captain Kirk and the entire Enterprise in danger. Yeah, this is some this is some plot reasoning. Sure. Mm-hmm. He's like, I won't risk anyone's life but my own. So, I would fuck off. Captain Picard, like, I mean, Captain Kirk wouldn't... That's his job. Yeah, that is his <laughs> that's job. What, that's what he does. Captain Kirk was like, then let them die. Let them die. Uh, and everyone went, because <laughs> Admiral Kelly walked in. Uh, but Picard's like, I if I didn't know any better, I would say that your judgment is being influenced by your emotions. Mm. And Spock's like, well, way to talk like my fucking dad. You're not my real dad, Picard. Picard's like, look, that's the second time you said that I've spoken with another man's voice. I only do that when I'm doing impressions. <laughs> and I do a killer Sarek. But I trust I, I haven't been doing that yet. No. I do, I a, I do a really great Kevin Bacon as well. You really <laughs> Hi, gotta me. see it. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it's me, Kevin Bacon. Listen I'm to my band no one's heard of. <laughs> Damn, it's we'll dead on. Rock. That's what Spock says. <laughs> Holy shit. Kevin Bacon's here. Um... But Spock's like, Picard, you're just as stubborn as another captain of the Enterprise that he once knew. And oh, shit. Picard's like, well, then I'm in good company, sir. <sighs> and he fucking glazes off Car- Kirk. 
Too bad Kirk is in a nexus somewhere, floating around, dreaming about Christmas or whatever. Uh, he's dead under a bridge at this point. That's I think. right. He's nah, yeah, Actually, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. You're right. Not yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> back on the bird of prey that's still floating above Romulus. No one's seen it. He's like, uh, I'm going to break into the uh, Romulan central information net. And the captain's like, we've already tried to do that. It doesn't fucking work. Yeah. Well, Data's a fucking robot, dude. He's like, oh, I figured out how to do it and everything. And he's like, no, we won't allow it. And he's like, oh, Captain Picard has said that you can use all the information we get from breaking in. And he fucking licks his lips. Yeah, and he's like, "Mm, okay. I love this idea. I love free information. If you find any Rentai on there, (laughs) send it to my quarters. I'm just gonna look at it and talk about how disgusting it is. You can tell it's from Romulus because they put a single tiny black strip over the pee hole. <laughs> Not that we know anything about that. Not so that, I've heard. I've just heard that. I'm just making conversation. Yeah, Peter North who. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're they're gonna send a uh, transmission to the Enterprise. By piggybacking it on Romulan transmissions. <laughs> I love it. And he's like, piggyback. Back. <laughs> he should have said, like, oh, uh, I meant, uh, what are they called? Warg? Yeah, <laughs> no. Wargback. What are they called? Toby the Targ. Targback. Targback. Because Targs are pigs and dogs or, or whatever. Pig dog. The fuck they are. Like American pig dog. Oh, like that us. I, I relate to that. <laughs> uh, back on Romulus, uh, a, a guy walks up to Picard and Spock's table and he gives him a flower and he's like, Jewel on True. Just mm, Ju- some spy shit you can see from fucking outer yeah, space. Absolutely. Jewel on True Dad. Jewel on True Dad, yo. But uh, Picard and Spock just outright talk at full volume about the underground movement. <laughs> yeah, it's really stupid. And there are four provinces and it's gotten to be such a big thing. The Romulan leadership have branded them outlaws. Yeah. And Picard's like, uh, I don't think this is going to work because uh, previous stated reasons. Yeah, this is a dumb idea. Again. Spock's (laughs) like, you have a closed mind. Mm. And Picard's like, look, fuck you. I'm Picard. What are you talking about? Yeah, he says, he literally says, fuck you, you old ass bitch. Pointy-eared ass, old ass. Bitch. Yeah, why don't you use some of them yeah. deep ass crags on your face to put some fucking information in? <laughs> yeah, it's like a record player, man. <laughs> I could play fucking like the CSI theme on there. Uh, Detan shows up. Everybody's favorite Romulan. So Detan, here's a, a, a fun John Larroquette, cat, mildly interesting. Josh, oh, they're, they're all mildly reference. interesting, baby. <laughs> They're all fun facts to me. So Jatan in STO is the leader of the new Romulan, the new Romulus government, and like he's like a real nice boy, but he's like he's like like a grown up in this in the game. So it's cool. Like when I remember that stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. That is cool that they bring him back. Um, Yeah, and they bring back Admiral Jarok's daughter. She's an admiral too. So let me cough real quick. Okay, turn your head. Sounds good to me. I'm muted He's for still, that. You only had to do one. I felt you don't have any hernias. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, that's what was gripping my nuts. Okay. Yeah, it was me. Sometimes a vice just gets down there. Um, <laughs> look, I don't kink shame you guys. 
But yeah, no. this entire time, all I'm thinking is, like, what do the Romulans see in Vulcan society that they're so fucking hyped up for? Let's all suppress our emotions. I think that they're just tired of the fucking paranoia. That's Probably, my feeling. Yeah. Right? There's, there's like, like a peace to be found in yeah. Vulcan society that doesn't exist. Like, and, if, if it were up to me, like, sitting and meditating for, like, seven hours a day or, like, being scared that I'm going to get sent to some kind of Reman-ass prison, I'd be like, I'll meditate, fuck it. That's true. And I mean, like, <laughs> the teachings of Surak are what save the Vulcans from destroying themselves, right? And I think a lot of these yeah. Romulans maybe see themselves on the same exact path. And guess what? That's what's going to happen! Yeah, this is true. <laughs> But uh, Detan brings an ancient Vulcan book, uh, and he gives it to Spock, and he's like, ah, oh, check it out. They, My parents read it to me, or whatever. Oh, they're dice, aren't they? No, aren't that happens like... later. Oh, that's later. Okay. Uh, he's always giving Spock shit. Yeah, like, Spock doesn't want your shit. But Pardek shows up, and he's like, what are you doing bringing that book out in the open, you dumb fucker? Yeah. You're gonna get sent to a Reman fuck you in the ass prison. Yeah, Remans love to Reman. fuck. They love Reman. They love Reman. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, but Pardex like Picard. What do you think of your enemy? And Picard's like mm. none of these people are anyone's enemy. Yeah. But uh, Spock is apparently like the biggest source of inspiration. Yeah. Everybody loves him. him. Everybody wants to be a Vulcan now. Yeah, what a great idea to go to Romulus as one of the most famous person in the fucking galaxy. Not to mention, he's not wearing any sort of disguise. Yeah, he doesn't even, like... He doesn't put the ridges on his head or anything. Yeah, he doesn't have the Cro-Magnum skull going. (laughs) You know, because Romulans are, like, less than human, right? Yeah. Oh god, are we doing this again? Yeah, it's the it's the racist collection part two. <laughs> um back on the Enterprise, but not on the Enterprise. They uh they fa- last time they found uh the remains of a Vulcan ship that led them to yeah. Quailar 2, where they uh found uh, a Ferengi ship instead. Right. And then blew it up. Right, as our heroes are wont to do, they blow the ship got blown up because it had too much gas in the cargo bay. Too many farts. <laughs> too much farts. Too many blow up things. Uh, Riker goes to a bar uh, near Quailar Two, and yeah, it's the smallest bar on Earth. It is. I mean, it's not on Earth. Four by four feet from uh, one side to the other. It's cozy, <laughs> and uh, there's a four armed piano player there. Oh, man. The former wife of one of the smugglers that they blew the fuck up. Yeah, she's playing the space organ. <laughs> yeah, she's, play- she's playing space keys. <laughs> Dude, all I could think about was, like, if this was made now, it would be Lizzo, and it would be great. Oh, that would be awesome. Because Lizzo rules and anything. I love Lizzo. Uh, that would be cool, but um, Riker uses... He rolls 20s on Charm over and over and over again. <laughs> He's, like, flirting with her. He's, yeah. like... He, what does he say? He's uh, like, she's, she's like, oh, uh, uh, who are you looking for? And he's like, nobody now. Or what? Because he's, like, he's like talking to her. Like, yeah. He's like, what makes you think I'm looking for anybody? And she's like, yeah. uh, the uniform, in a place yeah. like this. And he's like, maybe I'm looking for you. Yeah, it's like, damn, she's dude. Like, oh, you just made my day. 
and then he gets information <laughs> yeah. from her because he doesn't have any money because he's from the Federation. Yeah. yeah. He uh, teaches her some Earth jazz songs. Yeah. And then they like six hand this piano. Yeah. She does a little joke. She's got the four arms. She's like, oh, the one thing I need more of more hands. More hands. Yep. But she's <laughs> she's like, from the Goro planet. Yeah. She's, she's one of the Goros. <laughs> she's Mrs. Goro. What are they called? Uh. Uh, yeah, what are they? Outlanders? Outhouse? Out Outhouses. Outlanders? Goro people. <laughs> oh, they're apparently a Garo people in Tibet. Um, That's Mortal Kombat with a K. Yeah, with a K. Uh, Shokan. Okay, I would have never guessed that. The Shokan. That. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. She's a Shokan. And um, he charms her, teaches her some jazz, and then she's like, you need to look out for a fat Ferengi named Omog. He comes in and he requests, uh, don't stop believing every, <laughs> every fucking, fucking time. time. And he tries to sing the high notes, but he's no Steve Perry, so. No one is. Don't stop believing. Back on Romulus. <laughs> Pardek and Spock meet with Proconsul Neral. And it's not Armin Shimmerman. No, he's played uh, by a guy named Norman Large. That's gotta be Armin Shimmerman as a different... That's not a real name. Norman oh, no. Large? That's, uh, he's played by the two different guys. Uh, Wait, Hal Landon is? Jr. is the name of the guy who... Pl- they used the same photo. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? <laughs> what is this guy's name? It's Armin Shimmerman in disguise. I'm telling you. Okay, yeah. I'm this Norman Large. That's that's the fakest fucking name. Uh, he's the Maquis that tries to fuck uh, Janeway, who she's into. I, or not Maquis. I, his name is Mac. Marquez, something like that. He's the dude with the big brain things coming out of the side of his head. I'm going to pretend I remember. Hey, Danny Roebuck's in this episode. Oh, yeah? The guy that I met. What is he doing in this episode? Who is he playing this? Jaren? Who's Jarend? Who's Jaren? I don't know. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Anyway, um... (laughs) Spock meets with him, and then uh, Pardek's like, anyway, I gotta go take a shit. He leaves. And uh, <laughs> Nirhal is like, hey, Spock, I believe everything that you believe, and I think everything that you think is right, and I'm yeah. gonna support you in every way humanly let's, possible. Let's talk about a, a company baseball, softball league. That's how close <laughs> I think we are to unifying, I think. We're ready to make that commitment yeah, every absolutely. Saturday. And then Spock uh, doesn't believe any of it. You He's can like, tell. Wait a minute. <laughs> and the he, card was right! And he leaves, but then uh, a door opens, and a blonde Romulan who looks exactly like Tasha Yar walks in. A Blomulan. A Blondulan. Yeah, because Tasha Yar got sent back in time with the Enterprise C with Shooter McGavin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she doesn't die, but the Romulans capture her and then make a baby with her. Yeah, she becomes a Romulan sex slave, which is and then, why yeah. does why do Vulcan want to fucking uh, join up with a group who have regular slaves and sex slaves? I don't know. 
Doesn't sound ideal. No, this seems but like then, you couldn't even get in the Federation with this shit. No, you yeah, you couldn't. <laughs> they got rules. They got rules against this type they of shit. They got rules around here. <laughs> but uh, Spock comes back and he's like, hey, Picard, uh, he said he'd do whatever I fucking wanted. I taught him to bark like a dog and it got me real hot. <laughs> um, Damn, this is getting weird. But uh, Picard's like, you're full of shit. Yeah. And uh, he's like, Spock, you're uh, being swayed by Romulan emotions. Mm-hmm. And Spock's like, I think you're being overly influenced by my goddamn dad because of the like, mind meld. Next thing you're going to tell me to go rake the sand. <laughs> go outside mow, and rake the sand. Like mow the lawn, right? But they don't um, have lawns because it's Vulcan. Go outside and uh, heat up the bath. Oh, it's done already. <laughs> Never mind. Go outside and pet the Salot that's going to maul you or whatever. You go fuck. up in the mountains with your fucking Scooby-Doo-ass Salot. <laughs> Take Speed Buggy with you. <laughs> But uh, Spock's like, there's some sort of like evil plot happening, and if that's true, then I should play the role that they want for me. And yeah. Picard does one of his world famous, is he smiling? Smiles. Yeah, it's harder to tell with the makeup on, too, because his whole face looks like he got Botox. Yeah, he's trying not you know. to move too much because yeah. the fucking forehead's gonna pop off and fly across the room. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> oh, fuck, grab it, grab it! Oh, it's, it's, I have. Uh, Pardex syndrome. Oh no, that's it. I guess the question for our listeners is: Do you think that Spock is going to succeed in reunifying Vulcan and Romulus in this second part of a two-part episode? If you think he is, you're wrong. Oh shit! shit, Spoilers. Uh, Forget he said that. Find out (laughs) when we come back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Blossom and Joey want to know when you're coming over. Joey Russo? Oh, yeah, sure. Really? Blossom and Six say hi. Yeah, right. Nice joke. Awesome best, Blossom. Each doll comes with all the fashions for up to 25 different looks. Cool hat, Six. You could be hanging with Blossom, Six, and Joey. Whoa, Joey. Cool leather jacket. I'm coming over. Blossom, Six, and Joey come with all the mix-and-match fashions for up to 25 different looks, each doll sold separately. <laughs> Welcome back from those messages to the strange sound of Josh making noises right at the beginning. <laughs> oh, I can't make noises now. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> this was Romulus. And on Romulus, you can't make any noise unless it's loving the government. And le- yeah, unless it's the sound of your goose-stepping boots. It's true. Fuck you, Romulus. Can I sing my Cali- my Rom- uh, what was it called? Uh, Californication song? Yeah, now? please, please. Okay, so when I was watching the show last night, I kept singing this song. And it was, uh... <laughs> Spock makes plans to unify clans, but he does it in a Romulan basement. <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't know it started this early, <laughs> and I, I fucking, I fucking kept singing it. I got it in my head. That's so fucking genius. Now you can, like, I don't know. Somebody used to like our show and do stuff with stuff yeah. we did. <laughs> Episode unification. <laughs> Remember the video for that song? Damn. I do. Damn! I taught my girlfriend in high school how to play that riff. You could just do whatever in music videos back then. Nobody gave a fuck. 
No, now it's the time. Now, dude, have you seen like rap videos now? They're amazing. It's just oh, yeah. buttholes, dude. It's well, fucking of amazing. I, I do love to see a butthole. <laughs> it's just titties. It's crazy. This just reminds me of uh, going to the convention and there was a fucking Harley Quinn whose uh, thong yeah. had gone sideways. She was just a full butthole showing to the whole convention. Well, that's why I would always wear aviators when I went to conventions. <laughs> partially, look, look, let me, let me, like partially scoping out the bee holes. <laughs> partially because I was fucking hungover as shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Time. And partially because, yeah, I mean, it's just the titty fest, man. It's crazy. It's a bee hole fest if you know where to look. Yeah, if you know. it's between the ass cheeks, by it's the way, where the butthole normally is. <laughs> Back on uh, the. Uh, Klingon ship. They're in this episode, remember? That's Steven Root, the captain. That's another fun fact. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know he's that. In, he's in goddamn everything, dude. But uh, Spock is there, and he's like, hey, I'll help you break that Romulan information net. And Picard's mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to remove my ears. The one joke per episode about taking ears off. Gotta have it. It's the quota. <laughs> but we do get the Spock data, the long-awaited... And it's so Locked fast. And it's, it feels it's like they good, don't really though. touch on things very deeply, but I it's, guess it was like in the middle of an episode. It's really good. Though. I do love like, it. I really love great. it. <laughs> but uh, Spock is like, uh, your captain, I, I'm not surprised that all my father chose to mind meld with him. And uh, Data's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, oh, because he has an almost Vulcan-like quality. Yeah. He's very stoic and dispassionate. Mm-hmm. And Data's like, oh, well, he's been my role model in trying to become more human. So yeah, he's like, that's weird. That's yeah. strange. And Spock is like, you know, you're uh, super intelligent. You have superior physical skills and no emotional impediments. This is what Vulcans strive for their entire lives. Yeah. And you're yeah. wishing to throw it away to become human. Mm-hmm. Data's like, uh, are you not half human as well? And Vulcan's like, yeah. He's like, and yet you've chosen a Vulcan way of life. Yeah. He's like, I have. Well, then you've thrown away what I've been searching my entire life for. Yep. Grass is always greener. Spock says, fascinating. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I have no regrets, right? Yeah, well, he's like, uh, this is, he's just fascinating the data, and then they walk yeah. over to the panel on the wall because you need some movement in the scene. You gotta walk around, yeah. And Data's <laughs> like, uh, do you, th- when you look back on your life, do you think that you ever miss your humanity? And he says, I have no regrets. He says, no regrets is a human expression. Yeah, he's like, yes, it is. Fascinating. Mm. Dude, so good. It's such a, it's my favorite scene in these two episodes. It's so it's, fucking good. It it for me it like cu- cuts to the core of Star Trek, right? It's like yeah, absolutely. all of these people are really the same, right? Like it's it's like we're all on our like quest to be whatever and think we're whatever, but there's always somebody who has what we want or has what we aren't. You know what I mean? And, does, and, and doesn't want that. They and want they don't different. want it. Yeah, we're all yeah. we're all connected by this desire to be more than we are now. Yeah. And I think that's sort of the future of humanity is us uh, embracing that desire and chasing it instead of just like being mad that somebody else has what we don't. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a pointless like that's like that's not the point. The point is that like you are doing something that you're trying. Yeah, that you're growing as a person. 
If, if you could just download a new personality, that wouldn't be worth very much, would it? No. Well, that's, uh, I'm not going to get into it very deeply because you know me. I'll go on a fucking tirade. Yeah, let's go. I'm but, ready. Uh, that's, that's sort of the whole thing about AI art, quote yeah. unquote, is like you didn't do anything to achieve that. It's worthless. Yeah. Like there's no humanity behind it. There's no desire for growth. There's no desire for learning. It's worthless. It's it's how like I've come to like accept by doing like these like miniatures and painting and even like photography and stuff is like there's going to be imperfections like oh absolutely it's going to be imperfect but that's what makes it real Absol- right yeah the imperfections in art are like any type of art are like yeah. a thumbprint we only yeah. see them as imperfections ourselves because we're the one who's looking at our own thumbprint on right it. it's we don't almost see impossible. that thumb, we don't see the thumbprint clearly on other people's work right so when we make something we try to erase our own thumbprint yes which is impossible it's always going to be there yeah yeah as much as i try to make a perfect whatever right like I always see something, and I'm like, shit. And I yeah. think, oh, God, they're going to see that, and they're going to no notice one ever that does. right away. And no one ever notices it, right? It's but. We're trying to create perfection, yeah. um, which is something like you can always strive for, but you're never going to hit you're it. You're never going to get it. And I think it, yeah. we should uh, see the beauty in the imperfections of the things that we make ourselves. I know I'm... I'm like pot calling kettle black saying no. because I do I don't see the perfections as beauty in my own work but I no, feel like but we if, all should. But yeah, but that's that's the irony of it, right? Yeah. Like now we're getting like really fucking philosophical. But that's yeah. the irony is that like you you know that that's the truth but you still don't want to accept it, right? Which oh, is absolutely. so human. It's like the most fucking human thing, right? Yeah. Like I could be better. I could do this better. Why and didn't I do this, right? Beat yourself up. That sort of drive is, um, it can be used anyway as drive to like yeah. continually grow and learn and change and, you know, seek out new exciting ways of doing things instead of just stagnating yeah. and believe. Because there are artists online, like I'm not going to name any names or anything, but I'm sure everybody knows at least Picasso. one. Picasso. <laughs> fuck that guy. But dead ass bitch. Everybody knows at least one artist who hasn't developed or changed in like a decade. Yeah. Because they think they've already perfected what they're doing. Yeah. And I yeah. mean that's that's fine as well. I don't really have much against that if that's how you want to be or whatever. But like if you if you ever become complacent, you stop yeah. growing. You stop learning. And that's yeah. very inhuman to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with the, I'm doing that right now. Where like I, you know, I want to get into this like 3D modeling, like like with faces and stuff, and mm-hmm. like it's fucking daunting as fuck. It's terrifying. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, but it's like, what happens? Like, what's gonna happen if I don't do it right away? Nothing. Nothing. Right. Absolutely it's, nothing. It, it's not the point, right? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. learning is the point, and no yeah. matter how long that takes, you'll still succeed in your goal of learning. Yeah, doing doing a thing is the point. I think that's I said it before, and I, I don't again. I don't want to like get off on the. We're already off. We're on like it, ten minutes into yeah. a tangent, buddy. But I just I, I think that's the point of exi- one of the points of existing is to make stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Like, 
I think we're here to just make shit. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. I think the art of creation is the art of being human. Yeah. Like, and even if you just make a you make a sandwich for yourself and you put like a new ingredient yeah. on it, that's still creation, you know? Yeah, even if you're making like it could be anything. It could be you make cars, you make whatever the fuck it is yeah. you're doing, right? Well, it's like I've uh I've dabbled in learning pixel art in the past yeah. and I'm like trying my best to sort of learn how to do that now because I'm working with uh, a game designer right now on a game yeah. kind of behind the scenes where I'm doing the art and character designs and stuff for it. I also want to do like the on-screen art. That's and awesome. I need to learn how to do pixel art better for that and it's uh it's it is daunting because like with it's the way out pixel, of your zone it's out yeah. of my comfort zone and the way pixel yeah. art works is if you've got a pixel out of place it's going to look wonky it looks bad yeah it's, yeah um but i don't feel that i need to become great at this thing that i right. just started that's i think that's as adults where we really start to flounder and stop growing is when we yeah. decide we have to be good at something right away there's a lot of similarities, and I said again, I've said this before. There's a lot of similarities between art and, like, obviously, like I played music too, oh, yeah. and like it's all about that moment, like when you just do the right thing in the right moment. Like the other day, I was painting that loath cat, right, mm -hmm. and I painted around its eye like the perfect line, and I was oh, like, it feels oh. damn good. Feels oh, that's good. the shit. That's like heroin, man. Yeah. It's amazing. It's that moment when you hit the plateau that you were yeah. aiming for, which is why yeah. it's always important to um, aim in increments of learning. Don't be yeah. like, my goal is to be great at playing guitar. Yeah, because you'll get sick of it. Yeah, and like, you'll hate yourself. Like yeah. my goal is to learn the scales. My goal is right. to after that to learn this simple riff. My goal after that is to learn this song. My goal after that is to learn this harder song. Yeah, with like, music and especially guitar, it's it's more like exercise where it's like yeah. you just have to move your fucking hands, man. Right? Like that's all there is. Really, and then eventually you just you don't think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. You just do it. It's it's, it's wild how smart we are. Like we are really fucking smart. Yeah, <laughs> as human beings have this uh, yeah. capacity for creativity that really uh, the only other animals that do anything creative are like. Uh, apes are learning to use tools now, and like crows yeah. are learning to use tools. So and that dolphin who ripped that fish head off and fucked it—that's crazy. That's a tool. <laughs> he used his tool to fuck Jesus that fish. Christ. Uh, believe it or not, we were talking about Star Trek. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, back on the bar on Quailar Two, Worf walks up to the forearm lady. <laughs> at the at the uh, piano, and he's like, "Do you know any Vulcan or uh, Klingon opera?" Because yeah. he fucking loves Klingon opera. Yeah, and uh, she's like, "I don't get requests for it too much." And he's like, "You must at least know one theme from Octu and Melota." Melota. <laughs> he starts singing when she's playing. It's fucking yeah. great. It's so Klingon. Uh, but and then the Ferengi comes in. He's like, "What the fuck?" Is this Turn shit? that down and play my favorite fucking song. Play Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Don't stop believing. <laughs> you can get all the Latin. That's the Frankie version. 
Get all the oomogs from all the females. <laughs> Sherry, oh Sherry, <laughs> take all your clothes off because you're a female. <laughs> uh, I think we need to do a Christmas album. Yeah, my voice is fucking Ferengi. shot right now. <laughs> the all Ferengi Christmas album. That'd be so funny. Um, but uh, Riker comes in and uh, he's like, what do you need? He's like, I need some more napkins. Because <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's gross. He's use your sleeve. Why? Use one of their sleeves. Use one he's of got their two sleeves. Yeah. Uh, he's got two biddies with him. He's got a, bi- a, a human biddy and like a reptile face. I don't know what Which is, is the same makeup and outfit that they use for one of the Dabo girls in Deep Space Nine yes. all the time. Yeah, it might even be the same girl. It might be. But... Uh, <laughs> He's like, um, speaking. Uh, he's like, what do you know about this ship or whatever? He's like, speaking hypothetically. Yeah, speaking yeah. hypothetically. I never learned how to speak hypothetical. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing worse than a Ferengi who thinks he's fucking funny. Yeah, that's not racist, though. He's um, like everyone on Twitter. It's true. Everyone Sorry, on Twitter X. is a Ferengi. Everyone on X is a Ferengi. Oh, God. Hopefully that still makes sense yeah, to anyone. Which X are we talking about? The yeah. Mark, the Zuckerberg one or the Elon Musk one? But yes. um, Riker throws his disgusting fish tray all over his lap. He's eating like a big fucking... He's eating a fucking uh, <laughs> magic carp. He's eating the fucking fish that's uh, that gives you the map pieces in Zelda Wind Waker. <laughs> Comes up, hi! Oh shit, he is. Um, but, uh, he grabs him up by his collar and he's like, if you don't fucking tell me some information, I'm going to beat you up by the monkey bars. Yeah. You're going to be fucking fucked up. Riker using, using his high fucking charm score does like an intimidate check. Rolls a 20 again. Again, of course. Loaded dice, dude. And he's like, uh, it was near Galorndon core, which is my favorite name. We're back at Galorndon core. Yeah. And uh, he throws him back down, and he wipes his mouth with a napkin and tucks and it into his it shirt. In. Oh, it's so good. Enjoy your dinner. <laughs> so fucking, like, 1920s. Yeah. Like, this whole thing is, Call like... Him a mug. Yeah. <laughs> Ugly mug. Um, Picard gets his piggyback subspace signal in. And he's it's like, like a the cell ne- phone in 19, 2002. <laughs> the uh, negotiations with Proconsul Neral are going all right or whatever. Uh, they don't know why they stole the Vulcan ship. And Picard's like, we need to look into it. The Enterprise needs to head over to Galorndon Core. Yeah. And it heads and on over there. Stay there. No, we don't say that yet. That's later. I had Please. a I had a character who was supposed to be... This is like a little behind the fucking curtain thing. Mm-hmm. I had a character who was supposed to be on Pretend Friends yeah. at a certain point who was uh, a little pig man. A Ferengi? Uh, yeah, free. <laughs> He's like a little pig man with like a to- like a cowboy hat and he like laser six <laughs> shooters. And his name was uh, Devil Ants Moonfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he came from the planet Pork Core. Pork core. Like Galorndon core, but it was pork core. 
Yeah, I wish, uh, I it was I like would... I guess it was scheduling that got in the way of that, but I always thought that would have been funny. He was that gonna specifically great. be hunting kill cats, so we would be against each other. God damn it! <laughs> I'm glad he never was born. Yeah, he never existed. <laughs> Fucking pig man. Fucking a cab. <laughs> all all Koreans are bastards. <laughs> um, but. Uh. Uh, uh, back on uh, the Klingon ship, Data gets into the Romulan communications log, finds the transmission to the Barolian ship near Galorndon Core. The Klingon captain is like, ah, it's their regular trade route. It's fucking routine. Who cares? Yeah, it's just nonsense. Man. Data's yeah. like, it's n- nothing but routine. Yeah. It's got Data a prefix does. code for Romulan intelligence. Yeah, and Steven Root's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> The signal is a mere four digits. One, four, zero, zero. Damn. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, Back on Romulus, Detan then shows Spock his little triangles. Check out these dice I got in a game of Romulan hentai (laughs) D&D. Rentai D&D. Sorry, I'm sorry, Rentai. Spock is like, these are the syllabic nucleus of the Vulcan language, which I'm sure means something to somebody. Fucking fascinating. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like the alphabet, right? It's just like like, an alphabet dice. He's like, my parents taught me uh, some Vulcan when I was small to prepare for the inevitable reunification with our Vulcan cousins. This is a Vulcan speaking spell. And then... (laughs) The cow goes. Move. <laughs> the cow makes guttural undulations utilizing its secondary vocal tract. Damn, that's fucking as shit. Uh, so, uh, Picard and Data call Spock back to the cave. They're like, oh, they need you back in the cave, dog. <laughs> And dog. he, uh, they, they give the one four zero zero message, and Spock's like, yeah. uh, uh, the proconsul has been deceiving me, yeah. And the Vulcan ship is involved, and uh, the other guy is like, what the fuck? What do you mean? He figured it out. And he's, he's like, the, the yeah, uh, the time set for my announcement regarding unification is fourteen hundred hours tomorrow. Yeah. And then Commander Sala bursts the fuck in with some Romulan troops, points guns at him. Nobody points out that Sala looks like. Uh, well, they know they know her from before. Oh, do they? Yeah, there's that episode where Data's the captain of that one ship, and that that guy like is second guessing him all the time. Oh and yeah, 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 the, yeah. The tachyon grid to find the ship. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. But uh, she's like, your dream of unification is gonna happen, but Romulans are gonna conquer Vulcan instead. This is a bad plan. <laughs> Yeah, this this plan, when you really think about it, not very it's, good. It's a terrible fucking We're plan. We're going to uh, Trojan horse a bunch yeah. of uh, Romulan, uh, like, ground troops yeah, onto the planet Vulcan. The sp- so 2,000 of them, which, uh, okay. Do like, you know how many Vulcans are on Vulcan? Y- yeah, I'm assuming there's, like... At least a couple billion, maybe maybe only a hundred, a couple hundred millions, but still, like, also that's like, a lot. do you know how strong Vulcans are? <laughs> also, you think the Federation is just gonna like sit yeah. on their thumbs and be like, oh well, Vulcans occupied. That's the founding member of the Federation. Well, let's go care. ahead and send down two thousand troops. Yeah, 
Let's see if that works. Uh, actually, why don't we just go... Uh, why don't we just take the Enterprise to Vulcan and then point at some of their camps and shoot them with our big fucking laser yeah. rays? And, like, let's let's assume, like, uh, like the Romulans on Vulcan, like, do kind of, like, succeed. Like, how are you going to resupply them? How are you going to yeah, give them not. food? How are you going to get them shit? Yeah. This is a bad plan. This do, is do you a know terrible how far plan. Vulcan is away from the neutral zone? <laughs> this is a fucking terrible fucking plan. Uh, anyway. these, Vul- these Romulans that get blown up by the <laughs> they're lucky, man. They got out easy. They don't have to be Romulans yeah. anymore. <laughs> but uh, they like leave them out of their cave, and uh, oh well, back at Galorian Core. The Enterprise gets a message from Picard that says that the initiative for reunification is successful and they need to hold their position. And Riker's like, alright. And, like, and Worf's like, he used the proper coded sequence. And Riker's like, of course they did. Like, he knows it's bullshit. He knows. Because fuck them. And, uh, well, folks... We seem to be having some technical issues here. Josh, are you back? Uh oh! After these messages, we'll be right back. See the speeding cars streak around the curves, rocket up the hills, zooming every way. Cars as fast as lightning, win and win and win. Johnny, lightning, Johnny, lightning wins again. Hoods and doors that open, finish like a mirror. Fifteen different models with fantastic speed. Join the daring breed. Win and win and win. Johnny, lightning, Johnny, lightning wins again. Cars and sets by Johnny, lightning. Well, after uh, those technical difficulties... Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. We we really got fucked up there by lightning on Josh's end. Yeah, my whole house went out for like like it was only like a second. It was like two seconds. But it was long enough for me to miss you. <laughs> I don't know, it sounded like you didn't need me for <laughs> uh I think it was less than ten seconds before I noticed you weren't there. <laughs> I was I just I was hoping that you couldn't hear me because I think I was like, God fucking damn it! Uh, I definitely couldn't hear you. Yeah, I was like pissed. Oh, man. Uh, Good shit. Good old recording. I don't know where we were at, so I'm just going to start somewhere. Um, uh, they were at Galorndon Core, and Pe- uh, Picard sends a message via yeah, text I, message. Yeah, I got to the end of that part. No okay, okay, I mean, don't I wasn't worry. here, so I... I, know, I know. <laughs> Uh, back on Romulus, uh, Picard, Data, and Spock are taken into Sayla's office, where she sits really awkwardly with her giant shoulder pads, typing yeah. something on a pad. Dude, she reminded me. She reminds me of my third grade teacher in this scene. Oh yeah, third grade teacher was like really gruff and kind of. Your third grade teacher was a Romulan, Mrs. Murray. She was like, uh, she was like really young, and thinking back, like she probably was like hot. <laughs> But I was like a kid, so yeah. I don't know. So you had no clue. I had no clue. But but she was very like strict. Like she and she uh, reminds me of Sela. I don't know why. Well, fuck you, Mrs. Murray. Yeah, fuck. I don't want to learn multiplying. You think I remember what six times three is? Of course I do. It's eighteen. I think in third grade I had Mrs. Smith. 
Wow. Who is this, like, she reminded me of the grandma from Family Matters, because she was, like, an old lady with big old uh, glasses. Yeah. And she was like super nice, but she had that like if you if you like got out of line, Fuck she around, would say yeah. something that would like really hurt your feelings. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> yep. She was great, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, the, they're like uh, in her office, and she's like, "You're gonna read a speech that I wrote." She well, first she's like, "I don't get a chance to write very much. I really enjoy yeah. it." In my line of work, I don't get a chance to write very much. And Data's like, perhaps you would enjoy a different line of work. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so perfect. It is so good. But um, uh, she's like, I wrote this uh, speech, and you're going to read it to uh, encourage the Vulcans to welcome our peace envoy. Mm-hmm. And Picard's like, oh, so that's why you stole the Vulcan ship and yeah. uh, from the whatever two shipyards. And she's like, oh, actually, we have three of them. The yeah. Enterprise only knows about one of them. We had to make some minor changes, but that's about it. Three of them? And Picard's Shit. like, well, Starfleet isn't just going to sit with his thumb up its ass while you're doing yeah. all this. And, and Sayla's like, uh, they're going to get, the Enterprise is going to get different orders before that happens, so don't worry. Well, yeah, okay. Well, it's not just the Enterprise. Like, yeah, exactly. This plan is terrible. This, this when is you a think shitty about ass it. plan. Yeah, this is beyond bad. But uh, she's Spock's like, I will not read this. And she's yeah. like, Well, then I'm gonna fucking kill you if you don't yeah, read it. Like, and he's like, I'm well, gonna you're, die anyway because logic dictates yeah. that you're gonna kill us anyway. So I refuse to aid you in any way. Yeah. And Sailor's like, I hate Vulcans. <laughs> Damn, man. With your logic and your arrogance. And your big dicks and your liver being where your heart is and those sexy, dry-ass lips of yours. <laughs> sexy, bird-beak-ass lips you got going. <laughs> but uh, she's like, we got a holographic... We got an AI Spock that we can just yeah. make read the speech. Yeah, and it's like... Very crazy. salient in these days. <laughs> yeah, he's morphing in and out of himself like a weird... It's weird to look at, but... <laughs> People love it. <laughs> People love it when shit just moves constantly yeah, for no reason. For no reason. But uh, he, they would have loved to have had a Spock who could answer questions, but this one will have to do. Yeah. They don't have Chat GPT to answer wrong <laughs> questions. <laughs> Did you know that Chat GPT a year ago would answer uh, multiplication problems with ninety eight percent accuracy? That's terrible. And That's now, and now, thanks to uh, like how bastardized AI has become yeah. on itself, it went down two percent of the time. That's insane. <laughs> Absolutely That's insane. fucking nuts. Yeah. It's, it's, Speaking of family matters, Carl Winslow <laughs> is in this progressive ad on the side of my screen right now. <laughs> what is he up to? He's he's the progressive spokesman now. Reginald Bell Johnson is yeah. the fucking. What? I, honestly, man, I thought he was dead. No, he is not dead. There's a great fucking episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where uh, the main character, Jake, is obsessed with uh, Die Hard. Yeah. And for his birthday, they hire Re- uh, Reginald Vale Johnson uh-huh. to like meet him at the end of a secret fucking uh, like 
uh, Easter egg hunt. Right, right, right. Scavenger hunt. Uh, but he fucks off with his friends and goes drinking instead of going on the Easter egg hunt his friend <laughs> made for him. And then he learns about Reginald Vell Johnson at the end of the night, and he's trying to pretend like he's done all the Easter egg hunt. So he goes to <laughs> Reginald Vell Johnson's house. <laughs> He's like, are you telling me that you want me to come with you to this birthday that you blew off earlier? <laughs> yeah. That I've already been paid for. And he's like, yes, Reginald Bell Johnson, and also you're going to have to drive because we've all been drinking. <laughs> and he does, and he's just sitting at the bar all miserable. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's so fucking funny. That's so good. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> Now that I've recounted a funny thing from something else that I didn't make, uh, which is I'm, I'm very <laughs> want to do, apparently, as a person. It's all right. But uh, they lo- the, instead of killing them, they just leave them in the office and lock the door behind them? It's school. It's fucking detention. Kill them. You're, you're all holding guns. Shoot like, them with it. Here's the thing about Star Trek, right? Like, it's not even going to make a mess. You're just going to fucking vaporize them, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, the fucking droids will come in and dust for whatever is left. Like, just whatever. Fucking, they just leave them. I can't wrap my brain around this. No one says anything about it. because Sila is a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, no one brings up anything about what they're doing in this scene because it would point at the fact of how stupid it is yeah because like like there isn't like they're in the senate building or wherever like yeah there's a giant computer on the wall like you'd think that it's being fucking monitored because it's romulus right but But, uh data already has access to their computer systems yeah they don't know about that way he he got somebody's uh race car one uh (laughs) fucking swordfish password (laughs) it's swordfish uh, but back when Galorndon Core, the Enterprise, uh, detects the Vulcan ships coming across the neutral zone, and they move to intercept, like Picard said they would. Yeah. But uh, uh, like, you know, our orders are the whole position, and Riker's like, I know what our orders are. I heard the Captain Worf. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, <laughs> I heard about it. Uh, they're going to intercept the Vulcan ships anyway. This is all. And Worf's like, Worf does his wide eyes. I can't believe protocol is being broken. I hate this. This hurts me physically. (laughs) You Vulcan ass Klingon. Right? Sailor comes back in her office and it's empty. And she's like, How in the fuck did they get out of here? And then Riker with a bad haircut and two security officers are there. One of them's looking like the complete rock. Yeah, and like off in the distance. <laughs> he's like, what? They got phasers. <laughs> he's like, uh, put down your weapons. Put down your weapons. Put down your weapons. Put down your weapons. <laughs> yeah, it's so shitty. And they're like, oh, it's a hologram. But then Spock, they like have. Make a holographic wall? Yeah, they make holographic walls. And they all step out. Spock Vulcan nerve pinches a guy. Yeah. Old hat. The guy does that. He does exactly that. He goes, yeah, sweepy time. And Picard punches the fucking dude out when he comes. That's how we do it on Earth, bitch. Welcome to Earth. And then uh, they get the drop on. They point a big gun at her, and they're like, "Look, we're gonna fucking shoot you to death." 
Yeah, you're gonna get fucking shot. Unlike you, who didn't shoot us at all and left us here to do this. That's how we do it in space, America, bitch. Back on the Enterprise, Dr. Crusher's in this episode. Oh, right. Why not? She walks out and she sounds so fucking bored. She's like, we've received a priority one distress call from the colony on Delesion 4. (laughs) She's probably been sitting on set for eight hours. They need an emergency (laughs) evacuation. Their environmental support systems have had a massive failure. Super fucking convenient. Right? Like, the only vessel in range is a Rudian archaeological vessel. Which can't not help to be fucking Rudian, anybody. But fuck that. We're not doing that. <laughs> but uh, they, they're they like, all right, well, let's head over there. But then they get a, pr- a message on subspace from Romulus. It's on all subspace channels. Yeah, and you think it's the fucking fake hologram, right? No, but it's the real Spock. And he's like, the the ships that are coming out of the Romul- uh, are a Romulan invasion force, and they must be stopped yeah. at all costs. I Blow repeat. And they cut him off. Yeah. And Riker's like, verify that signal from Delusion 4. It was a fake. You know it's a fake now. Like, why would you... Also, it doesn't matter. No, it does not matter at all. The the, the priority has... Sorry, Delusion 4, but you're going to have to take one for the team on this one. Uh, True. You're going to have to wait a couple days. Yeah, this is a bigger problem. Sayla's like, look, you're never going to leave the Senate building. And Data's like, well, we've already got our escape route. So, and then he fucking Vulcan neck pinches Sayla. Spock's like, pretty good. Not bad, Junior. (laughs) Puts his Indiana Jones hat on his head. Now he's the Indiana Jones. He puts his Spock hat on? Why was he hat? Where was this hat? (laughs) He puts his helmet that says Spock on it and has a light on top. under the door but he quicks and grabs it real quick before the door closes. Of course, of course. The Vulcan ships all turn around and start heading back across the neutral zone and the Enterprise shows up and they're like, we gotta stop them. But then a warbird decloaks and they're like, red alert and shields up. Yep. The warbird blows up all three Vulcan ships. Killing over 2,000 Romulan soldiers. Man, like I said, this, they got off easy. Like, this was a dumb-ass fucking plan. Like, this was never gonna work. Riker takes his captain's chair and he's like, God damn, that's fucked up. That was pretty <laughs> fucked up, right? Everybody saw that, right? <laughs> Did you guys see that shit? What the Jesus. fuck? Uh, and Sailor's like, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I've seen worse shit on the morning news. <laughs> uh, they take they take Picard, Data, and Spock to some caves that Pardek didn't know about, which seems weird, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Like he was the leader of the movement, was he not? Maybe there's a compartmentalizing going on. Maybe right? Who knows? Different cells. Know. But yeah. they're like the underground movement is going to continue. We're going to fight for change in Romulan society. Unification is on the horizon. Yeah, just wait till your planet blows up, and then you won't have a choice. And Picard, Picard's like, I look forward to the day the neutral zone is taken down. That's all he gives a fuck about. Yeah, he's like, I'm sick of patrolling this asshole yeah. area of fucking space. Every Fuck. fucking time I'm on a ship, I'm patrolling this nothing zone. This fucking empty stretch of bullshit. Borg are attacking. We'll patrol the zone. Because I'm the core. 
But uh, Spock's like, I'm staying. God and Picard's like, it. why? <laughs> He's like, oh, so that you... I don't have to be in any more episodes, Captain. Yeah, you guys you don't come to Romulus me. anymore, so <laughs> I can retire. I'm tired of playing Spock. Yeah, I just put out a book recently called I'm Not Spock. You may have heard of it. Yeah. Also, I'm doing a, like, a reboot of uh, In Search Of. It's going great. <laughs> People are going to love it. It's all about Bigfoot. But he's like, uh, it's not diplomacy or politics that are going to get us to reunification. It's changing society from within. Even if it takes years or centuries, a.k.a. I'm not going to be on this show anymore. Yeah, until they dig my ass up and make me die in some weird-ass fucking explosion in a universe that's parallel or whatever the hell. Also, I'll be 105 years old, and it'll look terrible. I try not to think about any of this, to be real honest with you. Yeah, don't. It's Um, dumb. But uh, (laughs) Picard is like... like, you know, I uh, hopefully our arguments haven't bothered you or whatever. And he's like, actually, I've learned a lot from our arguments. And he's like, oh, just like your father, right? Yeah. And he's like, well, you actually may know him better than I do. My father and I never chose to mind meld. And Picard's like, I offer you the chance to touch what Sarek shared with me. Yeah, this is the sexiest part of the yeah. episode. Yeah, Data's watching as well. He loves yeah. to watch. All you hear is... <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Um, but Spock uh, mind melds with Picard, and he gets a little smirk on his face. Mm-hmm. And Picard gets a little smiley face as well. The and end. They, and then they like slowly move in and French each other, like like crazy. tongues out of mouth French. It's like like the sound is unnerving it's uh i couldn't eat mashed potatoes for weeks after i saw this episode the kiss was so hot my misophonia kicked off (laughs) (laughs) there's a sentence no one ever said before so it probably is none of those words are in the bible i think The original words come from the Bible. Yeah, that's where they're. That's where English that's, is from, dummy. Yeah, God gave America, us English. Yeah, that's where America comes from, the Bible. Uh, <laughs> so what do you? We we don't have the chance to take another break. Yeah, because because yeah, act of Worf. Yeah, thanks, Worf. Uh, what do you uh, think of this episode? We're wheeling out the old Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality. What warp are you giving this episode? I don't remember what I gave the last one. I'm gonna give this one a seven point five. I think that's. Um, I think you gave the last one a seven. Yeah, I, I mean this one is a little better, I think, because it it like stuff is happening, right? The, mm-hmm. the payoff happens with the setup from the first one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that plan is dumb. It's a bad fucking. Plan. It really falls apart if you think about it for more yeah. than a few minutes. Yeah, like. Sela, I know, is, like, really ambitious and hot-headed. Like, she's part human, part Romulan, whatever. But, like... Worst of both worlds, I believe. Yeah, but she's an idiot. Like, this is a stupid fucking plan. I just, like, what do you think 2,000 ground troops are going to be able to do against a fully protected I, Federation planet? I mean, is this some sort of, like, terrorist shit? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. I really don't understand what the plan is. I mean, it she, may be, like, a guerrilla warfare thing, right? But, like, yeah. how do you conquer a planet that way? Yeah, on on a planet that you didn't ev- evolve on, you don't know it's their planet, it's hot as fucking shit. Like, 
I don't I don't think this is gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I always think of Romulus as being pretty temperate. No, they show it. They show it in the fucking uh, establishing shots. Yeah. It's fucking paradise, dude. And it's beautiful. Vulcan is a fucking desert planet, man. Yeah, they have like one lake, and everyone it, goes to it on Saturday. It's crowded as shit. <laughs> uh, it wasn't always a desert planet. That tells you about the Vulcan history. Yeah, that's what nuclear bombs will do. True. Thanks, Oppenheimer. Wait, thanks to Oppenheimer. <laughs> Thanks, Barbenheimer. Poppenheimer. Because <laughs> it's like Vulcan names. <laughs> um, to Poppenheimer. To Poppenheimer. Michael Piller has gone on record, by the way, of saying that this was his attempt to create a story about the maturity of one of drama's great characters. What happens okay. to Spock in the 85 years between then and now? It seems like nothing because he acts the exact same. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's the thing. Like, you can't make him be different. It's Spock, right? Like, that's crazy. That's like changing Twitter's name to X for no reason. Who would do such a dumb fucking thing? That's insane. It's the most recognizable character slash brand on Earth. <laughs> oh my god, I made a foible. Uh oh. I've made a faux pas. Okay. Apparently, these aren't called Unification Part 1 and Part 2. They're just called Unification 1 and Unification 2. Whatever. Faux pas. Fast pause. Who cares? Fast five. Fast. <laughs> I'm gonna, I gave the last episode an eight. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to give this episode also an eight. Yeah, like, I, I, I could... I think I was yeah. rating them both last time anyway. It's really yeah. hard to separate these two in my mind. Yeah, I don't... Like, the first one ends really weirdly. Like, it ends at a... Kind of a weird spot. Yeah, like, I agree. It was it was written entirely so that Spock showing up is the last thing, even though it doesn't make that much sense story-wise for that to be when yeah, that happens. Yeah, it should, it should be earlier, right? There should be other things happening besides, like, this hunt for the ship. Even though I do like that part... Yeah, I, I like the... It's a little neo-noir-ish, actually. Yeah, the, yeah, Like, yeah. bar scenes and everything. Yeah, it's Blade Runner-y, right? And I appreciate that. I like those scenes fairly well. Um, I, like like you said, the plot line itself, like, the, the evil plot is incredibly stupid. But the episode does everything in its power to not point that out. Exactly like when everyone leaves the room, and they just leave the heroes in a room with yeah, a computer I, on the wall. I, yeah, it's... They try not uh, like, to point that out. Three super capable Starfleet officers, yeah. right? Like three of one the of them smartest is men in yeah. Star Starfleet. Yeah. Two two of the most genius, like literal geniuses in the whole galaxy. Oh, yeah. What are they gonna do? They'll How relock are they the door. Get out of this one. <laughs> I mean, we put a lock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I do like these episodes a lot. Like I'm a I'm a Spock head. Everybody knows that about me. I love yeah, that guy. Yeah, it's great to see him. Right? Like it is really good to see um, him. I feel like this episode does something that like you would never see in television these days, which is reintroducing a character without a whole shit ton of pomp and circumstance behind it. Yeah, now it would be like uh, be like a whole fucking thing, right? Like, yeah, it would be people constantly talking about the character's legacy and how important yeah. they are instead and of just allowing be, you to know that. Then there would be some kind of like made up conflict about like 
somebody thinks something different, and oh god, we're gonna argue about it. There's a little bit of that, but it doesn't affect the plot. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. Uh, I think it's there's a um, there is a desire in a writer that when you're bringing two big name characters from a franchise together, you want them to be friends. Yeah, I am. I, mean, I always want that. Um, I feel like it was uh, a decent middle ground to have Picard and Spock respect each other and seem to like each other, but also disagree it very makes, heavily. It makes this makes perfect sense in this in, because Picard knows his father. It's almost like his dad's friend is like you know coming over and being like, "Look, your dad's dead, but like." I know what he would have wanted, and yeah. Spock's like almost a kid. He's like a child, right? Like it's it works. It does work in this instance. I mean, we've had that journey with Spock through the films. I mean, even through the original series to a point of uh, Spock gradually gaining understanding of his human side as well as his Vulcan side. There's a really good Strange New Worlds episode this season where you see a lot of that and Amanda's in it and she got a big old butt so oh hell yeah that's a 9 out of 10 for me hell yeah <laughs> the uh so we've we've seen him become more human especially through the last like three or four movies and uh this is a Spock who perhaps hasn't fully accepted the fact that he's as human as he is at this point yeah, because he's been like eighty-five years of him being on this like perfect equilibrium and not not acknowledging that. Yeah, and what like what's the thing throwing him off balance too? Is it his dad dying or is it him being like stuck on Rami? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of like stressful fucking shit mm-hmm. going on. Like for a his, regular person, his this dad's old yeah. ass friend showing up and bitching yeah. at him, <laughs> telling him to go rake the sand. Like there ain't any sand on. You're this not planet. my real dad, Picard. Yeah, you're not even. My mom is dead. Even I don't even have anybody. What are you talking to me about? <laughs> Man, Sarek had a type, didn't he? He loves Yo, them humy bitches. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's got whatever at uh, whatever biosphere on Earth fever. <laughs> He's got planet Earth fever. <laughs> Damn, dude. I don't know. Maybe he just maybe he like re ups. He likes to re up, right? And it's he's like, like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like. Oh my god. I think Amanda died. But um the there's a third woman who we don't ever meet who is Cybok's mom. Yeah, that's right. And I think Cybok is half Vulcan as well. So oh my this god. three human women he married. I mean, this would be like, like everyone would be talking at Starfleet like headquarters and and like the the Federation Council building. They'd be like, "Oh God, get we gotta take Sarek to like the moon later. We better watch out because there's humans up there. He's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> He's so horned up for humans. This dude fucks all humans. He's disgusted by his half human son, but he loves that human ass. <laughs> he. J- can't get enough of that earth fever, man. He, he meets these human women who want to have sex more often than every seven years, and he's on board. He's, maybe that's maybe he's like the perviest Vulcan that's yeah, ever. he's like the grossest <laughs> pervert-ass Vulcan. Have you heard that Sarek has had mating rituals twice this cycle? Unbelievable. Unconscionable. I can't believe it. You're, you're losing control. 
I'm sorry. I did not mean to lose my temper. The crass display of ignorance cannot be continued. I will work on it later, alone, in my quarters, while I'm not having relations with a human woman, because I'm not a sex pervert. That seems logical. <laughs> Vulcans are so funny. It's yeah. they. It's like how cats take themselves so seriously, yeah. but they're so goofy and funny anyway. I think we talked about this last time. How like it's no wonder humans love Vulcans, right? Yeah, like, they're like so, they're so like they're funny lovable. without meaning yeah. to be funny. Like they're that friend you just you hang out with, and you're just like, man, you're crazy, man. You know, and they're like, why? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that's the perfect reaction. That's, that's it. That's it right there. Yep. Uh, you know what? We're about to head into a new collection of episodes. Oh, shit. What is it? Do I know what those episodes are? I no. Don't know. <laughs> the, the vote ends on Wednesday, I think. Uh, it's Tuesday. Uh, I could check and see if that's true. Let's find out. <laughs> I believe you. You don't need to check. Let's uh, let's find out together, shall we? I believe we? everything you tell me. I've got a great bridge to sell you. I mean, you told me that this was Unification Part 2, and I was a fool to believe that. <laughs> it's it's next unifi- Wednesday. Oh, we People can whole... vote until next Wednesday, but of course this comes out next Wednesday, so it'll be way too late. <laughs> yeah. We can tweet about it. Where do they find our tweets? On uh, X. <laughs> What a nightmare! Oh yeah. my god, it is a nightmare. I'm, uh, I've, I've tried to make peace with it as best I can. Because oh my god, what a my career joke. as an artist might be over. We'll see. Well, that's why they should go to Patreon and support us because we need it. I know everything's tough, right? Yeah, but everything's tough, especially if you're an artist who gets most yeah. of their work through X. I mean Twitter. I mean I X. Mean, whatever it is. Maybe by this time it comes out as some other fucking letter. Who it's knows? Fucker. Maybe it already looks like a porn site with the dude, X. What a what a fucking. Also, I mean, the X is the Unicode X. It's yeah. not a it's not a design at all. It's just a, like a fucking like already made font, right? Yeah, like it's yeah genius. Which I'm what sure a, he does not have the rights for to what use a again. This is a genuine fucking moron. Anyway. <laughs> We would love it if you could support us uh, over at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Every little bit you give us helps, keeps the lights on. Uh, It looks like I'm going to have to start relying a little bit more on Patreon funds because Mm. uh, incoming work has slowed to a fucking drip-drop crawl for me. So uh, please, patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. There are six years worth of content on there that you can't get anywhere else from us. That's crazy! And uh, you can get... Uh, I think if you do 10 bucks a month, you pretty much get everything. So Yeah, it's a good deal. Think about that. That's six years worth of content you can get for 10 bucks a month. That's pretty fucking sick. There are other tiers if you... I don't know. You don't want everything. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> if you don't want it all like that Queen song, then I don't know. Uh, I want it all, and I want it now. Princes of the Universe. <laughs> What a great song. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I'd like to thank Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. You can find Vitizen at vitizen.card.co, card with two R's, 
where you can see upcoming shows, uh, new tunes, different social medias you can find him on, his different bands, like yeah. Dream Pass and Santosha. Fucking incredible oh, work. Santosha's great. Uh, I th- like uh, Crystal and I are going to go on the 11th to see Santosha, I believe. Yeah. You'll be right near me. Well, sort of. It's, still, and it's Josh has mentioned that he might go. I, I would love to go. I will, I'm will. i going to try to, to go. Um, what day is it? It's the 11th of August. <laughs> What's that day? August the 11th. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll look it up. Uh, I can tell you, but I'd have to kill you. I mean, don't do me any favors, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> okay, I won't. It's Friday. Okay, okay then, yes. I can, uh, yeah. If I don't get lost on my way to the It'll be the first time, ironically, Josh and I have ever met in person. <laughs> It'll be weird. I don't even know what I'm going to It'll do. be awkward as fuck, and I'll make it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be at all. It'll be fine. Uh, if I have anything to say about it. I mean, um, I'm going to be licking my dry-ass lips, wanting to kiss the whole time. That might be awkward. Oh, my God. What was that? Nothing, nothing. No, no, no. I'm listening to the I'm singing the lyrics. <laughs> uh, so check out Vitizen's work uh, check us out patreon.com slash podcast. all of our links including a uh, list of every episode we've already covered on the show and links to listen to them can be found at mclasspodcast.com no dashes no spaces yeah don't dare, don't you dare put them in <laughs> fuckers <laughs> what are you stupid oh god no we're kidding you're great no, pa- patreon.com slash podcast if you're on patreon you can do whatever you want yeah you can call us whatever it's yeah, fine I, you can fucking spit in my mouth I don't care <laughs> I mean for extra money you can yeah uh <laughs> thank you everybody for tuning in we appreciate it I mean if twitter still exists we're on there M at M class podcast yeah uh I mean I think there's going to be a, a blue sky of story lords. We'll post M class on there too. Fuck it. Yeah, I got to give away my uh, my invite to my girlfriend because I'll get in trouble. That's I smart. I won't get in trouble. But That's smart. You know, I mean, I we get like, one every two weeks. Yeah, so. I feel like yeah, it's probably something I should <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I was going to give it away to Crystal, but she was like, I barely use Twitter. So, man. Wow. Anyway, I gave mine to Rich Masters. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch bastard. Didn't even our, thank me for it. Our he, other girlfriend. He probably did. And wife. <laughs> he probably did thank me for it. He probably did, he, but we just didn't hear him because he's so soft-spokenly British. Yeah, he's such a sweet, sweet oh, British well, boy. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you so much for the It's so good with you Please, sir, this. can I also have some more? And could I have one for my kid? It's an Australian. I yeah, that was getting New Zealand towards the end yeah, as well. It's yeah, weird. It's the A's. Kid. Anyway. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back in another week with more M-Class. And if you want to know what the next collection is, become a patron. Or check it out on uh, fucking X. Crikey! <laughs> Goodbye. Oi! <laughs> <laughs>
I'm mentally ill. Trip with your boy.